I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, baby! Hello and welcome, all you rockers, rockets, and everything in between. This is another edition of And the Podcast Will Rock. We are the show that dives into the catalog, the discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. I am your co-host, Mark Kamire. Joining me, as always, from deep in the heart of God knows winter, uh cory are you are you warm are you stable are you okay do you need a lifeline uh i'm not okay no i'm not warm i i do need a lifeline it's miserable here it's april what 13th as we record this and we are getting a once in a generation blizzard uh, up here in saskatchewan it's hitting uh, uh montana north dakota manitoba and us here in saskatchewan and it's gonna last for three days uh, i'm shocked the power is still on uh, actually at this point because <laughs> We have almost a full foot of snow uh, since this morning here, and it's just going to keep going all night. So just, and we talked about it last week, Mark, you said, you know, everything was brown and the snow was gone. And then uh, karma came and bit me right in the ass. And, and here we go again, right back into third winter. <laughs> third winter. Oh God. Third winter. Uh, yeah, no, that's a, that's a no for me dog with a second winter as it is, but uh, Hey, look, we are uh, right back over here in my uh, neck of the woods. We're right back in Tornado Alley. So uh, as we speak right now, the storm is passing through. Uh, it said, hey, we're going to start at 8 and probably go through till 10. I said, perfect. That's when we want to record. So hopefully my power <laughs> stays on. Uh, but uh, the lightning ensures that it's just going to keep getting stronger. But uh, you know what? It is what it is. We're still here because we're dedicated to the show. We're dedicated to the audience, and we're dedicated to Van Halen. Weather be damned. Uh, Corey, we are not alone this time around. We, we actually uh, uh, have someone who was enthusiastic about coming on to the show. It's, it's a rare thing, I think, but with the cult of Mariano lingering about, you would think that they would chase away all of our uh, would-be guests, but not this one. This one said, I want to be on the show. This will be a fun time. Uh, let's welcome our special guest for this week, uh, Van Halen super fan, Kelsey. Kelsey, how's it going here tonight? I'm having a great time. My dog is sleeping next to me. She's just chilling. Um, she's here for the good vibes. I'm here for the good vibes. And I'm ready to talk some Van Halen. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, we reached out to a bunch of Van Halen super fans, and we had David on 
a couple of shows ago. He did a great job. And uh, mm-hmm. we're just uh, very excited that you uh, you came on. It actually was, and, uh, of course, the podcast people can't see, but I'm looking at the wall behind you, and you have your, a nice little shrine to Van Halen uh, set, at, set up in your place there. Yeah, so funny story about how I fought, like found all of these. I had, okay, I had um, 1984, I had Van Halen 2, and I had Van, Van Halen 1 already. And those were the only three that I have. And I was like, I need to complete the David collection. So I was driving to the east side of Indy, which is like a pretty significant drive for me. And I was going to um, a wig store (laughs) and like a beauty store and um, picked up some stuff. And then on my way back, I noticed or oh no, I was actually driving there and I saw a record store that I'd never seen before. And I'd been like I'd been over here a few times. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to need to stop there. So I pull in, I walk into the most amazing record store I've ever seen. And I'm not really a record store person because sometimes they're boring and also they're not really dedicated to our type of music. (laughs) So um, I go in and I'm like tranced by all of this. And I immediately go to the Van Halen section and found the last uh, three, right? Yeah, the last three. And um, so. I had them over here, but then I like, I used to have Hotel California up here and then a bunch of records. And then I took it down and I put all of the Van Halen albums or yeah, all the Van Halen albums up there and then some of the sleeves. So they sleep, they sleep above me. (laughs) (laughs) They take you to the rock and roll dreamland that uh, everyone's so crazed, but few uh, are able to attain it. So I, I, applaud you on that that's very cool very cool and thank you for being with us kelsey uh kelsey you know how the show works i believe we spin the wheel and the wheel gives us a song and we discuss the song we don't know we don't know what the song is going to be we uh we don't prep ahead of time we just go with the flow uh but what i would like to ask and i'll ask this to both of you because this is what i like to do we have this thing where we like to manifest uh the particular song we want to hear, but maybe not even the song, maybe an album. Is there a particular, since you are the guest, is there a particular album or song um, that maybe we haven't done yet uh, that you would like to try and manifest that you just really want to talk about today? Um, Anything? Well, okay. Basically, fair warning. I feel like that is an unsung album of Van Halen, and it's my favorite album. And I... So I have Fair Warning tatted on my wrist, like right down here. Yeah. And that was my first Van Halen tattoo. And um, when I went into the shop, the guy was like, "Uh, so why do you want this? And I I was like, it's my, (laughs) yeah, no, 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 basically. (laughs) You know how tattoo shops are. Yeah, but they never ask that question. It's never, (laughs) why do you want this? It's where do you want it? And it's like, are you willing to pay this much for it? Right. I think we were just sitting down. Like, I think we were, we were just talking about it. Cause he put on, um, he let us ox <laughs> and yeah. we put on, my friend put on Motley Crue. And so then we started talking about it and I was like, yeah, that's what this tattoo is for. And, um, so I said, it's my favorite Van Halen album. And they both go, wow, that's a first. <laughs> I mean, it, it- if I'm being honest, if I think back yeah. to conversations I've had, yeah, it's it's not exactly everyone. I mean, it's definitely not unanimously everyone's favorite albums. That's right. for sure. That's definitely the first I've heard it. So, I, but I think that's a good thing 
because Mm -hmm. the album has obviously a sentimental value to you it Mm -hmm. means something it it hits you in the right spot that's all well and good that's that's why we're here you know we we all have different my favorite album's different from Corey's. you know we we just have we have different experience what matters is how we feel about the band correct that's a great story and if we get something from fair warning i I would love to hear some hear about it later uh we've only done one track uh, off of uh fair warning and it was dirty movies that's true yeah, yeah we, oh my we, god damn yeah. i'm <laughs> we both love that, that was a good song. episode yeah I, that was a really good episode i love that song oh my god Amazing. i uh and i'll be honest fair warning most of that album and i probably mentioned this on the last one is uh probably my least listened to uh well not the least uh sorry gary Jerome. uh but it's w- probably the least listened to uh roth album at least up until him coming back so yeah, my my extensive knowledge on Fair Warning is limited at best. So if if we are treated to Fair Warning and it's a song that is on par, at least for me, uh, as like Dirty Movies was, then I, we're in for a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey, how about you? What would you like to manifest? Well, uh, aside from from uh, hear about it later, which I would love to hear tonight, uh, Kelsey actually put something on her Twitter not that long ago about. Uh, uh, the dream is over from for unlawful oh my and God. we were talking yeah. forever that's the one album we haven't had a single song from um Not one yeah oh so God. if we if we if we drew that track tonight i would be very happy because i love that song and pound cake of course of course <laughs> everyone that, loves pound cake such a good song if we're getting a for unlawful song uh the one i want is one that Corey is not not keen on but uh so i really kind of hope for that one if we is get it spanked? For unlawful is it spanked it's not spanked, oh. but that would be funny. I kind of want funny. that just just to just to watch your reaction. But uh, no, uh, I was thinking of I was thinking of right now. Um, but uh, we'll we'll see what happens. As always, though, I have uh, my particular song that I really want to manifest. Try to get that going. I have not revealed it yet because I will reveal it when it hits. Uh, my lovely lady Christy is always manifesting her own song. So if we happen to land on it. She has no choice in the matter. We're stopping. <laughs> yep. We're stopping. We're, we're hitting pause, and I'm going to go grab her, and she's going to join the show. Fair uh, enough. But that, yeah, yeah, that remains to be seen, though. It's all in the hands of the wheel. Sometimes wheel likes to be fickle. Sometimes wheel likes to throw us a bone. We have a guest, so maybe the wheel will be nice, but it's all in her hands. Corey, what do you say we let uh, Mr. Sammy take us away? Absolutely. Here we go. Here we go. Coming up to, oh, it's going to be a far unlawful song. Oh, oh my God. Judgment Day. <laughs> Ooh. We got one. And it's not <laughs> the one we wanted. It's not the one we wanted. No, but Damn. it's Judgment Day. Kelsey, uh, your thoughts on, on the spin of the wheel here? God, I mean, I haven't heard. I've only listened to that song a handful of times. And it's not one of my favorite carnal knowledge but i do respect it so i'm I'm kind of in the same boat yeah it's it's not my favorite either Uh, it was Mm -hmm. the second track off of four unlawful um i don't hit it as much as some uh, on that album Uh, i'm looking at you spanked Uh, (laughs) it's (laughs) it's right there (laughs) yeah but um and uh, and they used to do this song live on that tour so i think there's actually a version on uh, live right here right now as well so yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm very happy we finally got a four unlawful song, Mark. But yeah, it would have been nice if it was a pound cake or a, 
the dream oh, yeah, is I over. Oh, yeah, I would have loved Pound Cake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it could have been worse. Be let's, let's stick with yeah, that it, it, Yeah, it definitely could have been worse. Judgment Day is definitely not uh, the one where I'm just like, oh, God. Um, but that said, uh, just like Kelsey, I've only uh, really listened to that one a handful of times. Uh, I do like this album a lot, but that one's mm -hmm. one that I've like, I'll listen to a few times, and then if it comes back around, I go, yeah, I can change that one. It's fine. I'll go to another one. Mm -hmm. um, so it's so it's been a hot second. So I, I'm very curious to see how my perception has has either changed or will it remain the same of me going, yeah, I like it, or we'll see. I guess we'll see. Think think about okay. some of the big albums that came out in 1991, right? And Infernal and Lawful it was a pretty big one as well, right? Like there were some some big singles off yeah. this thing: Pound Cake, Run Around uh right mm -hmm. now which you mentioned top of the world uh mm -hmm. so yeah to, to get one of the deeper cuts off that album uh, is kind of cool what do you say guys uh, should we give it a spin let's do it i mean we spun it now we just need to spin the record all right here's a little judgment day from 1991's for unlawful carnal knowledge <laughs> How did I, I forget about that? I love, I have to say this, every time I hear Eddie do that, like, poor, the thing that it, the whammy bar, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. the whammy bar out? It, like, he does it at the most, like, unexpected times. Like, mm -hmm. it's just, it's so good. And that's why I just, uh, that's why I was like, Tasteful oh, my God. Whammies. Yeah, yeah, because it can be overdone and not well. Mm. Yeah, I agree. But, man, yeah, I, I would say this, this man, uh kind of i don't want to say revolutionized but he certainly uh put a little touch of class mm -hmm. to the whammy and uh the, i completely forgot he he uses it in such a way in this one that's it's, it's so great <laughs> comments from you Corey? oh just the production uh, right like obviously eddie sounds amazing yeah right and uh and then alex comes in playing the hi-hat fantastic intro and so many great van halen songs start off with those two and and, and that's mm -hmm. how we started off here but I just love the, the sound of this album. And uh, producers mm -hmm. were Andy Johns and Ted Templeman, along with Van Halen. Uh, Ted Templeman, oh, Ted of course. Templeman. Yeah, the long, oh, long time. Oh, Ted uh, Templeman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, coming back into the fold for, for Unlawful and just, uh, you know, we're 23 seconds in, but it this song sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. All right, let's keep her going. Mark, you're a fan of uh, Sammy Hagar's lyrics. Uh, what did you think of the opening stanza? It's my life. Get off my ass. Get out of my face, man. I don't see no problem. Kicking back ain't kicking you. No, no. Anyway, if I make them, then I solve them. I knew that you were going to throw it to me almost immediately after we started going into the lyrics. Because, okay, so maybe the, 
you know, he's not uh, uh, channeling his inner poet for this opener. No, but hey, what are you gonna do? It's he's he is feeling the vibe to the uh, you know the rock and drive that Eddie and Alex are throwing him. And what when you listen to this riff, doesn't it make you want to just tell people to get off your ass and just you know just want to kick back and you know solve problems? I, I hear you, but I'm curious to what Kelsey thinks about Sammy Hagar as a lyricist, because I, I get the feeling, Kelsey, you're more of a David Lee Roth fan. Uh, and so, maybe, yeah. So uh, your, your thoughts may be David Lee Roth versus <laughs> Sammy Hagar. What side do you land on? This is so funny because I have a bone to pick with you about Sammy Hagar. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So I was like, I was sitting there thinking, because I, I listened to last week's episode today and I was like, I'm sorry. Like, You've heard Drop Dead Legs, right? <laughs> that song is <laughs> giant butt. Like, I'm sorry, David? Like, it's, you know. But, like, I think, okay, Love Walks In is about an alien ab abduction, but I would not have guessed that unless I, like, I analyze the lyrics. Like, it's such a good song, and, like, Eddie's keyboards in that is, mm -hmm. like, transcendent <laughs> so i think i wouldn't say like sammy's a horrible lyric like lyricist lyricist there we go and um but i don't think david's great <laughs> i don't think david's like astronomically better than sam so thank you i would say they're pretty level i think i think Sammy should get a little more slack because he has an amazing voice. So it really Absolutely. doesn't, doesn't matter what he says. <laughs> you will get no argument from me on that one. Absolutely. Right. He does have an amazing exactly. voice. Yeah. Exactly. David, you can hear it a lot better. It's not as forgiving, which is yeah. like, <laughs> why God, what's, what's the song? Like why dirty movies is so good. Like it's amazing. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> but I was like, that, I Mark. can't wait to point, bring that up. Point proven Corey. <laughs> No, but you're, you're right. Uh, and I mean, the further we get into this song, I think uh, the, the content of the song, as far as lyrics go, will show out a little bit more. But, you know, you're right. Lyrics wise, this opener is not the greatest. It's not the strongest, but it's Van Halen. It doesn't have to be just as long as the, uh, the, the riffs are rocking. Correct. You, you know, I will concede that Sammy does have some good lyrics in his catalog. Uh, finish what you started is probably the best song written about blue balls that I've ever heard. So I mean, I, I'm actually going to give the man his due, and he is a much better singer uh, than, than David mm -hmm. Lee Roth. I'm just saying on the whole, I, I probably no, you know what? That's you a song here, I would have loved to hear. <laughs> finish what well, you started. I would have loved to have heard that one. You are just going to have to come back on the show then, Kelsey. And, uh, I know. Oh my God. Absolutely. I haven't done that one yet. So yeah, that's time will tell. But uh what do you say we uh we hear some more judgment day go for absolutely. it absolutely
All right. Seems like everybody was enjoying that. Kelsey, your thoughts on the chorus. Have you guys ever heard um, You've Got Another Thing Coming? Oh, of I, course. That's of what course, this, yes. this song sounds like that to me. Absolutely. Like, like the guitar, like the like that's what this reminds me of. And it's like, yeah, which it's is great. Like double timed. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit. I could hear that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was like, this sounds like something to me. And then I realized it was Judas Priest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I thought that bridge was kind of nice, though. Mm-hmm. Why should I even care? Even why should I try? Like, a you know, nice lyrical refrain. And, and the melody was kind of mm-hmm. nice, too. So uh, a really nice kind of break yeah. before you get, you get pounded by that riff again into the chorus. So mm-hmm. I don't know, Mark, about, so far, uh, so good yeah, for me. What do you think? Exactly. That's see, and this is what I meant about I think the lyrics are going to show out a little bit more because now he's telling you, you know, this is about uh, at least it seems like this is about him uh, saying, you know what, I'll live my life. I'm going to do the things I want to do. And, uh, you know, I will deal with the consequences on Judgment Day should it come. Um, you know, it's very, very uh, spiritually inspired or or non-spiritually inspired, however you want to look at it. But, yeah, there's there's meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. Good call because the Sammy songs we've covered so far, I don't think there was a ton of meaning behind. Right? No, they, not. I mean, there's there, yeah. <laughs> like not, inside not with most of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're or, right. You're right. The, the ballad we did off balance too, where it just anything that that ended with ly, he kind of threw in there to love somebody foolishly and stuff like that. Just anything with an ly at the end, he just kind of threw in there. But the, I mean, this song actually like, has a meaning to it. <laughs> If we're gonna poke holes in in uh, some of the lines of of lyrics, then you know I've I've got some uh, notes on David Lee Roth stuff that we've covered. So <laughs> just throwing that out there. Oh, I know, mm-hmm. I know. But so far, so good. Uh, Sammy is killing it so far, and the band sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. um god their harmonies are so good i like i that's one of my favorite parts of van halen like genuinely uh eddie and michael's voice it's like like heaven together so so good you know and that's a great point we talk a lot we talk a lot about michael anthony we don't talk enough about eddie uh in in his vocals (laughs) It that's just, true yeah it, how he meshes with michael anthony yeah it is it's mm-hmm. it's pretty perfect isn't it Mark? Mm-hmm. it is and i mean it's it's hard to talk about eddie's vocals when we're talking about eddie's doing you know everything else mm-hmm. and then uh and then there's michael who if you hear a high harmony you automatically know that's him because that mm-hmm. dude just can rock that higher register like nobody's business mm-hmm. uh this one's no exception he is he's doing what he's doing he's doing uh there's not a lot of uh at least i'm not hearing a ton of crazy bass work he's holding down the rhythm with uh with alex really good so awesome kudos but we knew he could do that Mm -hmm. um but i'm not i'm not hearing him really like show off or show out a little bit uh like sometimes he he can do when he's allowed to um and i'm assuming also he actually played bass on this album um but that could be a huge assumption on my part I, I haven't read anything to the contrary, and I'm sure uh, if it was, someone will let us know. Uh, We're not experts, so we don't know. We weren't there. <laughs> Maybe Kelsey knows. Kelsey, did uh, Mike Lannister you know play Kelsey? bass on this on this track? 
Um, I mean, as far as I know, I read Eddie's books. So as far as I know, yeah, he did. He didn't talk a, a, much about this. There's actually not a lot out there on this album, just that Ted Templeman came back for the first time since 1984. Mm-hmm. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And they performed at the 1991 Music Video Awards mm-hmm. at the, for, that's, for that's Pound Cake. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's interesting because this is a... It, this is like one of their like really big albums, if I'm not mistaken. So it's it's interesting. There's not a lot of like a ton of uh, information about you know the goings ons on about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think the band was just kind of getting along, and there just wasn't a lot of a lot of outside stuff kind of interfering. Like you know, the album did well. The band was getting along. The tour was huge. They recorded a a live album called Live Right Here Right Now mm-hmm. off this tour. They played most of this album actually on tour uh, during those shows. So. The band seemed to be a fan of this album, and uh, so did the so did the fans. Well, there you go. Mark, uh, I don't think there's been an Eddie solo yet in 22 episodes that we have not liked. Uh, what, were, what were your thoughts on that one? Oh, I hated it. No, no I'm kidding. No, <laughs> never going to hate an Eddie solo unless he just straight up doesn't, you know, try and it shows. This is a, I say it all the time, but I'm just going to keep saying it until it just doesn't make sense anymore. He's not playing to uh, show off entirely. He's playing a solo that fits the song. That's what this does. It fits the song. It um, it's not as as quick as some of his solos can be because sometimes he just he does his thing and gets in and out, and that's all it needs. Sometimes that's all it needs, and then sometimes, as we've discussed on the show before, Eddie can go. Eddie can go for a long while. This was sort of kind of in between there. He uh he kind of fakes you out. It gives you a little bit of the little uh fretboard tapping just as a little intro. To what would become the actual solo but to me that's just like it's one big solo it's just like keep it keeps on going um but it's still he he knew when to end out he didn't do it uh 
he didn't overly show off like he could and like he has in the past. Uh, and we love him for it. This one just, it just felt like the natural way to end it. It felt uh, like this was the solo that was needed for the song. It's, it's a perfect Eddie solo. All right, Kelsey, what did you think? I loved it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, there's so many things I love about Eddie's playing and it's because he can write such a perfect solo for a song and not make it like too shreddy or too like, you know, too show off He like exactly what he says. Like he just, that obviously he, oh, I read in his book that he never like wrote out any of the solos. He just like mm-hmm. did them. And mm-hmm. like that, I think you can tell in his playing because it, it just feels so natural. It doesn't feel like he's like reading off something or trying to memorize something. Like it just sounds like he right. just was just played for the song. It was great. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. And that's one thing I'm really discovering about Eddie Van Halen is he's able to perform a solo for the song. And you think of some guys and I always throw out the Vernon Reed example from living color from cult of personality. <laughs> he has two solos in every that time. song. Every, and it, it seems to be like a race to solos. Yeah. Like <laughs> how many notes can I play uh, in, in this mm-hmm. time allotted for the solo? And he doesn't do that, right? He takes his time and it, it always fits the song. And that's one thing I really appreciate about Eddie Van Halen solos. He, he could go out there and shred it and, and play the, the longest, most intricate solo you've ever heard, but mm-hmm. doesn't. And, and that's fantastic. Right. And for the record, I, I, I do love that Living Color uh, solo or solos. Yeah, there's two. <laughs> <laughs> there's multiple ones, yes. Yeah, um, great, great I wanted solo. to get your thoughts on, that, uh, on those uh, little f- drum fills that Alex sort of mm-hmm. let, let fly. Oh, and he, he's a master of that, especially with Eddie's soloing, right? He's got to throw a little something mm-hmm. in there. You know, let little yeah. brother know that big brother is you know, behind the drum kit, too. Hey, you know how much I appreciate Alex as a, as a drum player. But I want to throw exactly. another compliment for Sammy. That uh, howl he gave right before the solo? Yeah. Fantastic. Yes. We always talk about David Lee Roth and his, his howls uh, in the earlier stuff. There's a great one from Sammy. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost easier to not mention Sammy's just because it's so um, the word is not predictable. The word is uh, it, it's just kind of effortlessly. He effortlessly just kind of lets them go, be, and it doesn't feel like he's he's reaching or he's going for something. It's just no. This is how his voice naturally uh, is just going to is just going to project. It's it, this is what's going to come out, and he's he's hitting a lot of of higher notes in the upper register. Whether he's hitting the notes precisely or not it doesn't matter he, mm-hmm. but he's throwing them out there uh in the uh in the verse parts especially but yeah um sammy can make no mistake you guys sammy can howl with the best of them sometimes he can howl better than the rest of them mm-hmm. um and and don't you all forget it <laughs> all right let's keep her rocking the oh my god that whammy bar i just it's perfect it's perfect i concur mark you're you're a guitar player uh maybe talk a little bit about that oh that's uh that that harmonic squeal yeah right there and then like giving it like a little slight little whammy to bring it back down uh almost a dive bomb uh i've mentioned dive bombs before where you let Mm -hmm. it squeal and then just let it drop like it's a bomb going down. That's almost what he did, but he didn't. 
he just let it fly. Mm -hmm. He's like, but he gave it just a little bit of that whammy to let you know. This is like, I can bring it down if I want to, but this song's pretty <laughs> whammy heavy already as it is with the wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Uh, kind of like the precursor to dubstep if you're into that uh, <laughs> but <laughs> i kid i kid but yeah no, i mean i'm a big fan of of zach wild and kill switch engage and those two uh, uh zach and that band use pinch harmonic squeals like it's going out of style and i love every second of it mm -hmm. so yeah i'm a big fan of it and if eddie van halen's gonna do it more power Judgment Day for from for unlawful carnal knowledge. Wow. Mark Meyer, your thoughts? I didn't realize exactly until the very end when I really started listening. Alex is keeping that kick drum consistently moving. Mm. Like he's not necessarily doing like a double bass uh, uh, tapping, but I mean he's because he, he's just if I'm not mistaken, he was kind of a a, a single bass uh, single kick drum. Uh, player if i'm not mistaken if i'm completely wrong about that feel free to correct me i'm not a drummer uh, uh expert as well uh, among other things i'm not an expert on but uh it just sounded like he's keeping the kick at a constant uh, sort of uh motion and that's impressive because he's there's not a lot of respite in this song there's you know there's the occasional break where they do where eddie does this little like you know ornamentation with the guitar um and then when they switch from verse to chorus or the bridge, but I mean, not a ton of respite. The song keeps driving. So Alex is actually doing quite a lot back there that you might not realize. So more power to you, Alex. That's awesome. It's great. Uh, every time we listen to a, a new track, I'm more and more of a fan of his. Um, not that I wasn't before, but I was lukewarm on his playing, but that has changed. So you win, universe. You win. It's fine. It's like I, I have seen the era of my ways. Um, mm -hmm. And also, what better way to end a, a song like this than with a Sammy Howell? We just you know got done talking about the Howells, and he just ended the song with it, with a superb one. And the refrain of Eddie's uh, little like tap intro solo brings it back. Mm -hmm. Gotta love it. Uh, yeah, that's, that's good stuff. Corey? He really got up there, Sammy did, uh, on that one note, didn't he? Like, uh, oh, yeah. Even for Sammy Hagar, that was impressive. Like, uh, mm -hmm. we listen to so much Dave, and he's so kind of kind of strained by his vocal ability, uh, whereas Sammy doesn't have those limitations, right? And he really let it loose on this track. Kelsey, what were Kelsey. your thoughts? <laughs> well, it's funny. I just remembered um, when we started talking about this, because I was listening to his lyrics, and I in Eddie's book, I read that he hated Sam's lyrics. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it was like 
the entire time they were together, but he specifically talked about like balance and um, like, oh God, what was the other one? Amsterdam. It was all, I think it was all on, like it was on balance. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure. I don't remember if he said anything else. Um, I mean, although I could see him complaining about Cabo Wabo. <laughs> That's another song I would have loved to hear. I would love to pick apart that song. We uh, we can't do that episode until we have, uh, I feel like we can only do the Cabo Wabo episode when we each have some Cabo Wabo tequila to drink in uh, in honor of the episode, Perfect. which I have had. And I have some delicious. right there. <laughs> yeah, see? So, I mean, Eddie might have hated those lyrics, but the joke was on him because Cabo Wabo ended up being uh, right. quite a fine product. Right. Well, and I literally, I have... I have a bottle of Cabo Wabo as decoration, like in my room. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's literally so sitting over there. I do not drink, but like, um, not by like a personal choice, but I just not a fan of drinking. And, um, sure. but as soon as I turned 21, I bought, I like, I was like, I'm buying myself a bottle of Cabo <laughs> Wabo. <laughs> and it's unopened. It's just chilling over there. <laughs> nice you know, decoration. I, I think Sammy probably made more money from his booze. Than he did oh, from anything else in his career? Absolutely. He, he, yeah, he did. That's why he's not mad about anything. Yeah. <laughs> anything at all, ever. Not yeah. anything whatsoever. Right. All right, folks, it's time to vote. And uh, we'll start with Kelsey because she's our guest. Kelsey, um, is this dream over or is this what dreams are made of? I think this is a surprising, this is what dreams are made of. I think it's great. <laughs> Um, I think it, like I said, it pleasantly surprised me. I was very impressed with how much I enjoyed it. So. Awesome. Mark Kamire, what's your vote? The vote is as follows. I have not listened to the song, as I mentioned before, in a long time. So I was curious to see how this would hold up because mm -hmm. I've been burned uh, with previous episodes in that regard, but then I've also been uh, surprised. This, I was surprised because not only did I like it originally, now, for whatever reason, uh, I guess just the the years have changed me. I, I'm not sure, but I really enjoyed this listen so much more. Maybe it's just because we do the show and we analyze it and we think about it and we really dive into what the guys are doing with the music and everything like that. But it's just gave me a further appreciation um, for the way I listen to the band in general. So this song is just a rock and drive. It's just a pure rock drive. And that is essentially what you want in Van Halen. I mean, sure, it's nice to get uh, the party rock and everything like that. Have a good time. Laugh a little because Dave has said something really crazy and, and ridiculous. And that's fine. We love that. Or you want to hear just a great power ballad with some powerful vocals behind it, as Sammy is one to do. Or you can get the best of both worlds. You can just get a rock and drive with powerful vocals, uh, uh, rip-roaring solos, and just a rhythm section that will not stop, because this rhythm section did not stop, and I love that. Um, this is just a rock and Van Halen tune. I, I know I, just as, I like it just as much as uh, I did uh, in the past when I first heard it, but I think I appreciate it even more now, just, just because, because we do the show, because we, we analyze it. I, I think this track is absolutely what dreams are made of. 
And now the only question is, Corey, is the dream over for you? Or does For Unlawful, our first track from For Unlawful uh, on this show, does that what make, is that what dreams are made of for you? Well, I hate to be a contrarian. So. Uh. So I'm not going to be a contrarian. I love this song. This song is fantastic. And I, I do really love this album. I know we talked about when we get to For Unlawful, there's going to be some tracks that I don't like that I rip into. This is not one of them. Um, one of the big things that Sammy haters, like all the guys who love David Lee Roth more than anything will say is that the Sammy era had no balls. Like there weren't any rocking tracks. It was all about the ballads and the keyboards mm-hmm. and all that shit. Horseshit. Listen to this song. This song was a rocker from beginning to end. Sammy could rock just as well as Dave. And to me, this song is proof positive. Yeah, I I rag on Sammy a little too hard on his lyrics sometimes. And Kelsey quite nicely called me out for that. And that's just (laughs) wonderful. But uh, here he he had a theme. He was telling a story. I really appreciated that. And and Sammy does have those songs where he does that really, really well. We just hadn't got those songs yet. This is our first one, I think, of Sammy's where lyrically he had a theme towards it. And he really pulled it off. The band is, is fucking amazing here. Eddie's fantastic. Mike doesn't have a lot to do, but he's just locked in with Anthony or with uh, uh, with Alex the entire time. And that rhythm section was just pounded. I thought the song sounded tremendous. The lyrics great. Everything worked for me. This is absolutely what dreams are made of. For a moment there, I thought the cult of Mariano took you away. Just for a moment. <laughs> but you know what? We, we, we should bring up something, Mark, because last week we did uh, Me Wise Magic. And both Mark Mark and I were split on this one. And now we have a tiebreaker vote here in Miss Kelsey. Uh, Kelsey, I'm assuming you know the song Me Wise Mm -hmm. Magic. What would your vote for that song be? Oh, God. Um, Personally, God, I don't know if it's like so like black and white for me because I like I, I liked some things about it, but I also... I did not like David's like low register. Like I, that's just not, I mean, I get it. And it's like, it's cool, but sometimes it just doesn't fit. Like, you know, there's not a lot of low voices in rock and roll. And like David is known very well for his, like the smoothness and like his howls and like just how he uses his voice. Um, Maybe not for the better, because <laughs> you know <laughs> sometimes. But like, I I didn't like it. I'm not gonna lie. We wow. can't all be doing Leonard Cohen impressions, Dave. <laughs> so you know we're. It just so didn't sorry. fit. Yeah, it just it didn't fit. fit. Yeah, it so that's awesome. I mean, that's yeah, that's where we yeah. were split. So there uh, it Mark, is. Mark, how do you think the Twitter poll went? Who who do you think? Uh, what what do you think the oh, breakdown was? I'm sure uh, I, I only looked at it one time. And then I, when I did, I went, this is a conspiracy. So <laughs> I'm, I'm quite sure I lost on the poll in that I one. Saw but I saw it. Gonna, was it yeah. What was 80, it? 75 yes. Yeah, I was like, a, I was going to say it was like mostly. <laughs> yeah. Malarkey, erroneous on all counts. You all just, uh, it's, I'm blaming the cult of Mariano. That's, that's what I'm blaming this one. You know, one listener actually suggested you got kicked in the head by one of David Lee Ross high kicks, and that's why you voted it down. So, you Damn. know what? I would, I would, <laughs> and I would let the old bastard try to do it. Just same. But, Absolutely. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, but, but to that fan, all I have to say is, hey, thanks for listening, bud. 
Um, but that's, you know, that's why we do this. We, we do this show because we're fans and we like to encourage other fans to listen and throw in their opinions as well, because we're not experts. None of us are experts. Uh, one of these days we're going to have an expert on the show, but until that time happens, it's just, uh, Corey, myself and, uh, a guest on occasion when we have them to just discuss the band that we enjoy to the best of our abilities in our mm -hmm. own personal way. That's what we do. That's how we do the show. That's how Corey and I do the show. And today we were joined by Kelsey Kels. Kelsey, thank you so much for joining us. If you want, let the people know where they can find you on your socials and what's going on. You can find me pretty much all my socials are Kelsey Van Halen, K-E-L-S-E-Y, and then Van Halen. So feel free. Give her a follow, there folks. I, I highly recommend it. That's how we found her and invited her on the show. And she was nice enough to agree to come on. And hopefully she might agree to appear again on a future episode. Oh my God. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I always say we it's funny that we were just talking about this, but I always say, like, people always ask that question, like, well, are you a David fan or are you a Sammy fan? And I'm like, listen, <laughs> listen, Eddie sounds good regardless. So I will listen to both. <laughs> exactly. But I prefer David Lee Roth. <laughs> but I will listen, listen to, I will listen to all of it. Like I love Eddie's playing. It's just, I could talk about it all day. Even the Gary Sharon era. <laughs> that's my answer to that. That's enough, enough said on that one. Oh boy. It's just uh, like, it just was a weird Eddie was kind of going through it <laughs> like it was just weird I know he really like really liked that album like he was really upset when it didn't do well and I feel really bad but I also am kind of like well yeah <laughs> I, I mean yeah it's the results kind of speak for themselves sometimes and unfortunately mm -hmm. you can put a lot of work it's like when uh people put so so much heart and drive into a making a film and the mm -hmm. film comes out and nobody likes it. And it's like, well, what can you do? You know, right. sometimes that's... sometimes it just doesn't hit people the way it hits you. And that's okay. Art is subjective. All art is subjective. Right. Just like podcasting is subjective. Uh, you know, some people love that's what the we beauty. do. Some people, yeah, some people just absolutely do not. Uh, Corey, the people love you. Where can they find you when they want to tell you how much they love you? Oh, far from my friend, but they can find me at CD Morset on Twitter and Instagram. They can find me on my other show. Uh, on Aerosmith, Backtracks yeah. Aerosmith Revisited. We're breaking down the entire Aerosmith catalog, and we're going to come up with the ultimate Aerosmith mixtape. So nice. I believe uh, as of this recording, we have six songs on the mixtape right now, and uh, we're going to keep adding them as we go. So you can check us out there as well. And Mark, uh, where can the fine folks find you? Well, you can find me at Mark the Bat on Twitter and Instagram. Feel free to drop me a line. Tell me that I'm doing okay. Tell me that I'm doing awful. Tell me how many times you want to see David Lee Roth kick me in the head with his <laughs> old legs um, because that would just humor me to no end. Um, but definitely check uh, out Backtracks. Check out all the shows on the Deep Dive Podcast Network. There are so many to choose from. You have an old, uh, or not old, I'm sorry. If you have a rock band that you that you love that are maybe a few decades old, don't worry, these these guys got you. We have every band you can possibly think of, of that's pure rock and roll at the Deep Dive Podcasting Network. Give those guys, a, a check them out, listen to them, subscribe. Do us a favor, check out our website at, at thepodcastwillrock.com. We've got merch. All of our episodes are up there. Uh, whenever we have uh, news outside of the podcast, something you know relatable, we'll post about it. Uh, 
you know, we're working on that. We'll have some stuff to tell you. But in the meantime, thank you for listening. Thank you for checking in. Uh, thank you, Kelsey, once again, for being mm -hmm. a guest on this show. We love having guests. We love having people who are enthusiastic about talking about this band that we love because that's what it's all about. Talking about the band that we love and the band is Van Halen. This is And The Podcast Will Rock and we will rock you later. <laughs> <laughs>